Hallelujah. God has not promised us sunshine. Always. That's not the way it's going to be. But a little rain mixed with God's sunshine. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Be grateful. Be grateful. Be grateful. Come on. I'm grateful. I'm Be grateful. Hallelujah. 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 Be, be It'll be, it'll be, it'll be, 
the 30th chapter. We will begin reading in the first verse. This is such a familiar passage and we have used it so many times, but I want to revisit it today because the Lord has spoken something into my spirit um, over these last few weeks and I just want to, I really want to uh, reiterate that today. And the 30th chapter of 1 Samuel and it reads, and it came to pass when David and his men were come to Ziklag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag and smitten Ziklag and burned it and burned it with fire and had taken the women captive and uh, that were therein they slew not any either great or small but carried them away and went on their way so David and his men came to the city and behold it was burned with fire and their wives and their sons and their daughters were taken captive then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power to weep and David's two wives were taken away. Ahinoam, uh, uh, the Jezreelite, and Abigail, the wife of Nabal, the Carmelite. And David was greatly distressed for the people spake of stoning him because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his son and for his daughter. But David encouraged himself in the Lord. And David said to Abathar, the priest, Ahimelech's son, I pray thee, bring me hither the ephod, uh, and Abathar brought the, the, the ephod to David, and David inquired at the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after this troop, and shall I overtake them? And he answered to him, Pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them, and without fail, and without fail recover all. And in the 18th verse of the same chapter, And David recovered all. The Amalekites had carried away, and David rescued his two wives and their sons, and nothing was lacking to them, neither small nor great, neither their sons nor daughters, neither spoil nor anything that they had taken to them. David recovered all, and David took all the flocks and the herds which they drave before those of the cattle and said, this is David's spoil. This is the word of the Lord. You may be seated. I just want to talk uh, briefly today uh, from these words. and We've been talking about it. But I want to talk again to you today about total recovery. Total recovery. I, I saw something else in here when I looked in uh, this particular passage um, as we are examining the life of David. I looked at David and thought about all of the things that David had uh, experienced in his life and all of the things that he had gone through. Um, and you know how it is, um, life is difficult, and sometimes uh, you go through so much until uh, you come to a place where you feel like you are at a breaking point. You're at a moment where you feel like, God, how much more can I go through? How much more can I handle? How much more can I bear? Amen. It was enough when you went through uh when you what you went through in the beginning stages of your life and then it seems like every day of your life has been a struggle is there anybody here that can say that it seems like your life has been a life filled with struggle it has been a life filled with pain some of us when we really look back over our lives and just really just evaluate sometimes we don't do it often because we don't want to be depressed 
And if we go back and really think about all of the trauma that we have been through and all of the drama that we have experienced, it would cause us to literally live in depression. We would just cry. We would just sit and just sob. Some of us, our story is so sad. The stuff that we have gone through. And sometimes, you know, it's enough uh, to go through it and to be able to say that you have survived it. But after you've gone through so much, there comes a time where you really don't want to go through anything else. Is anybody here that says, you know, if, if, if I could just get to a place where I don't have to go through anything else, I would be all right. I'm still standing and I don't have much left. I want you to know that we are not exempt from going through. Going through is a part of every believer's life. Amen. You'll never be able to actualize and become what God wants you to be until you go through. And so you've got to learn how to look at your situation differently. I've learned here recently how to embrace my reality. Amen. Now, our reality may not be the most beautiful reality, but it belongs to us. And let's be honest, it was the thing that we have gone through that gave us definition in our lives. Uh, we found ourselves in our struggles. We found ourselves in our challenges. We found ourselves in our greatest battles. In our greatest storm, we found ourselves. We found out how resilient we are. Let me tell you that you are resilient. You are strong. You are purposeful. You are purpose-driven. You have a reason for which you exist. You are not here just to be here, but God has created you for a particular reason and for a purpose, and you ought to be grateful for it. And I have learned that there is a reason why the enemy fights and attacks us so much. If we we could ever get to the place in God where we would realize uh, that the reason why the devil fights us so much even in the area of our esteem is because we really have great purpose in God. Uh, my God, if you really knew who you were, you would understand that there's a reason why the devil has launched an all-out attack on your life uh, because the hand of God is on you so strong. As a matter of fact, the stuff that you've been through has caused other people to crumble. It's caused other people to die. It's caused other people to lose their mind and to go crazy. But here are today you are standing you are a survivor uh, and the reason why is because the hand of God is on your life uh, you ought to praise God because it was God that kept you uh, and he didn't let you fall you ought to praise God because it was God that kept you uh, he kept you in your right mind you ought to praise God uh, because it was God that when the enemy tried to destroy you God stepped in there and told the devil, you better back up. You are praise God. Because it was nobody but God that saved the hand of death off of your life. It was nobody but God when the doctor said that you were too sick to live. My God. And God stepped in there and said that you shall live and not die. You ought to praise God because when societists and when sociologists discovered that you fit 
in the area of certain statistics and according to sociology, you shouldn't be where you are today. You ought to praise God because it was God that stepped in there and said, I'm getting ready to rewrite their story. I see something here. I see a rough beginning. I see a raggedy beginning, but I see a promising future. You ought to look over in the spirit and say, I may have come from humble beginning, but I see, I see, I see, I, I, I see myself in the future, and my future looks better than my beginning. I may have started out weak, but I'm going to finish strong. Yes, I'm going to finish strong. Uh, I'm getting ready to close here. Uh, but listen, I want you to understand that here, as uh, we look at David, we look at all that he had gone through, all that he had experienced, all of the pain, all of the suffering that he, was, that he had faced in his life, uh, the Bible gives us to know that here, uh, after he overcame so many obstacles and so many challenges, uh, we are overcomers. Uh, my God, after the folks sought to destroy and kill his life, but even after getting caught up into unrighteousness and even getting caught up in sin, thank God that God forgave him and sin did not destroy him. Now, I think that somebody ought to praise God right there. I feel a buck coming on. Somebody ought to praise God right there because you were caught up in a miserable life of sin. Maybe it didn't last long. It may have only last for 24 to 48 hours huh? but you were caught up in that thing huh? it had a grip on you but you better thank God huh? that God did not destroy you in your sin huh? but he released you long enough to come to a place of repentance huh? and God has given you a heart and a mind to serve him huh? I feel like having church right now huh? because when I think about where God delivered me from huh? when I think about what God rescued me from huh? when I think about how God spared me in the nick of time. Uh, David said I was born into sin. Uh, I was shaped in iniquity. Uh, my God, my mother, my father, my grandmother, my grandfather, they were sinners. Uh, my God, but I thank God. Uh, but even though I was born in it, uh, I thank God that God delivered. Is there anybody here uh, that will say yes, I thank God uh, that God delivered me even from generational curse. Oh yeah, oh yes, oh yeah. I thank God because God delivered me. Anybody, God delivered me from my son. David says, God delivered me. He delivered me from myself. He showed me the error of my ways and he gave me a heart and a mind to be right I want to thank God for a moment right now. Huh? I got to walk a few steps. I want to thank God right now huh? for my mind. I want to thank God for a mind to do right. I want to thank, I haven't done right every day of my life, huh? but I thank God for a mind to do right. Huh? I thank God for the spirit of conviction. Huh? I thank God for the Holy Ghost huh? that convicts me when I'm wrong. Huh? I thank God for a do right mind every day huh? when I I wake up, I'm praying, Lord, I thank you for a mind to serve you. I thank you for a mind to live right. If you want to be holy, if 
you want to be sanctified, you've got to have a mind uh, that is inclined toward doing right. Uh, you'll never be able to do right with a do-wrong mind. Uh, but you ought to praise God for delivering you in your mind. Uh, is there anybody here that was ever captive in your mind? Uh, you were doing wrong, but you thought you were right. Uh, you were doing wrong and you were enjoying wrong, uh, but you didn't know how wrong was eating you up and destroying your mind. Uh, destroying your spirit. Uh, destroying your future. Uh, but one day, one, 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 oh, one day, uh, you heard the voice of God. Uh, the Bible said, and he that had an ear to hear, uh, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. Uh, God rebuked the devil from your mind long enough uh, for you to hear the voice of God. Uh, and you said, God, my soul is saying yes to you. Uh, have thine own way. Oh my God. Uh, have thine own way in me. And you're here today. For God gave you a mind. <laughs> I just want to lift your hand right now. I want to speak to somebody. I want to speak over your mind right now. Uh, I want to bind the hand of the enemy that seeks to destroy your mind. Uh, I want to bind the devil today that wants to drive you out of your mind. Uh, I want to declare in here that you're not going crazy. Uh, you got a sound mind. Uh, God has not given you the spirit of fear, uh, but a power, love, and a sound mind. Uh, and in this place today, uh, I release peace in your mind today I bind a tormenting spirit now I bind an aggravating demon right now I bind demonic spirits of mental illness in this place now and I speak liberty in the minds of God's people I speak faith in here I speak hope in here in the name of Jesus now clap your hand and praise God in here for your mind to take our mind the devil wants to drive us crazy but I want you to know that after all you've been through if the devil could not destroy you up until this point you better determine that you're not going to allow the devil to drive you crazy now but as a matter of fact you're going to allow what you have gone through to be a springboard to propel you over into higher heights and deeper depths I cannot stress to you more huh? how much God wants to use you huh? and because God wants to use you the devil wants to destroy you huh? but there is a responsibility that each believer has huh? in participating in the fulfillment of their destiny huh? you got to make up in your mind huh? that you want what God wants for you huh? just as bad as the devil is fighting against you huh? you got to fight against him huh? just as much as the devil is trying to destroy you. Uh, you've got to fight to destroy him uh, because your future is not going to be actualized uh, until you learn how to fight learn how to fight. And so the Bible said here that here after all that David went through, he became king. And the Bible said that David was a successful king. He was a successful king. And the reason why is because David's heart was inclined toward God. Understanding here, child of God, that there are sometimes that even though you're not perfect. Uh, when God discerns and when God realizes uh, that your heart is inclined toward him, uh, God will defend you. Uh, God 
will back you up. But God will work on your behalf. You don't have to worry about how you're going to make it through the obstacles and the trials that are facing you. But as long as your heart is after God, for the Bible, the Bible, the Bible, the Bible says that when a man ways please God, he will make even his enemies be at peace with him. And when, 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 when you seek after pleasing and satisfying God the Bible said that God will he will defend you and when the enemy comes in like a flood the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against your enemy don't you worry about your enemy don't you worry about your haters don't you worry about the liar don't you worry about the backbiter don't you worry about the reaper or even the popo because God will he will vindicate you God is going to stand up for you if you seek him all these things will be added unto you you seek first the kingdom of God and so the Bible says now as I bring closure to this text the Bible says now that here David is king and the Bible says that now David is fighting against his enemies and the Bible says that the same people that sang his praises began to go against him and talk about killing him be very careful that you don't allow people to puff your head up be very careful that you don't allow people huh, to make you feel as if they got your back huh, ride or die sink or swim huh. be very careful because people uh, that you embrace and bring into your heart uh, sometimes will be the same people uh, that will crush your heart. Uh, be very careful where you put your treasure. Uh, be very careful where you put your confidence. Uh, and the Bible said uh, that he here, uh, oh my God, the people of God were under attack. Uh, and the Bible tells us to know uh, that the Amalekites, uh, the Amalekites came in at the beginning of the chapter. Uh, Bible said that they came in and they invaded their territory have you ever been the victim of an unlawful invasion have you ever been victimized by the enemy coming in on your stuff and stealing what belonged to you Bible said that what happened here is he came in and they burned the city with and they took their wives and their children. Now I looked at this because there were a few things that stood out to me. Is that whenever the devil feels like he cannot destroy you, whenever the devil feels like he cannot get you, he will work through the things that are close to you. Yeah, after everything that David had gone through, and the devil couldn't destroy him, the devil couldn't even make himself destruct because when he was caught up in sin he had sense enough to say God I want you to forgive me and God restored him to right relationship with him but what the devil did now is that I'm coming a different way 
Understand when the devil cannot get you one way, uh, he'll come another way. Uh, that's why you got to be sober. You got to be wise. Uh, you got to recognize the trick and the tactic of the enemy. Uh, everything that's going on in your life is not happenstance or an accident. Uh, oh my God, but some of that mess uh, is a trick of the enemy. Uh, he's trying to get at you uh, because he's trying to destroy your future. Uh, he does not want you to be what God wants you to be. And so the Bible said that he came in. The Amalekites came in, invaded their city, and took their family. There is an all-out attack today on the family. I want you to understand that the reason why the devil has attacked your family is because he's trying to get at you. He's trying to destroy you. I was talking with the preacher not long ago and he said to me pastor I believe that the reason why the devil is fighting my children so is because he's trying to get at me. I said you're exactly right but when you recognize the strategy of the enemy the devil don't know you see his hand but as long as you know his strategy you got the upper hand. You better be sober and recognize the trick of the enemy. The devil is attacking your family because he wants your relationship with God. He wants to see if you're going to take the vow back that you made to God. But you better tell the devil that he is a liar. You may have put your hands on my children. You may have put your hands on my wife. You may have put your hands on my husband. You may have put your hand on my mother or my father. But you better realize that one thing you can't do is stop my connection with God. I've still got a relationship with God and I'm going to continue to intercede. I'm going to continue to pray. I'm going to continue to be faithful until your plan is bound and destroyed. And as a matter of fact, not only can you not touch me, you might have my family, but you better not destroy them. I dare you to tell the devil, you better not destroy them. You better not mess with them. You may have them under your spell, but you better not mess with them. The Bible, the Bible, the Bible said, my God, that the Amalekite had David's family, had his wives and his children, and had his offspring. But the Bible said that even, 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 even though, even though they had them in captivity, the Bible said that they did not destroy them. The Bible said that they were in captivity, but they did not harm them. They did not take their lives. I want to let you know, mothers and fathers, sisters and brothers, sons and daughters, that the reason why your loved one's lives have not been claimed is because of your connection with God. And God said that even though the devil may have influence over them, he cannot destroy them. As long as you keep on praying, as long as you keep on trusting in God, as long as you keep calling their name out before God, Johnny may be strung out on drugs, Sally may be hooking on the street, but as long as you keep praying, as long as you keep living right, the hand of the Lord. 
He's over their lives and he's protecting them. Do you remember how we were taught to plead the blood of Jesus? You better learn how to plead the blood of Jesus. You better learn even though they may not want to come to church. But when you pass by them, lay a hand on them and say the blood of Jesus. The blood cover, the blood deliver, the blood make whole. And as a matter of fact, I know the devil really wants me. So I'm going to lay hands on myself and say the blood over my mind too. Blood, the blood. You ought to lay hands on yourself and say the blood of Jesus. Come on, say the blood of Jesus. Come on, the blood of Jesus. Come on, just touch the person next to you and say the blood, the blood, the blood. The blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood. The blood. Bible said now the Bible said that they burned the city so I found out that not only does the devil go after your family but the devil has launched out an attack against the city my God and when he burned up the city the stuff that was in the city he went after your stuff the devil will go after your home the devil will go after your possessions the devil will go after your money he'll go after whatever he can go after to get at you because he wants to discourage you but the bible said that David was discouraged because people began to talk about him and they said they wanted to kill him but David had something on the inside of him I dare to grab somebody and say something on the inside of me is telling me to go ahead go ahead go ahead go ahead he pulled himself out of the slump every now and then you gotta pull yourself up out of depression you gotta pull yourself up out of discouragement you gotta shake it off and make the devil take it back and the bible said that David he encouraged himself in the Lord sometimes you have to encourage yourself sometimes you gotta tell your own self that you're gonna make it sometimes you gotta tell yourself I shall live and not die sometimes you gotta tell yourself if God before me he's more than the world that's against me and the Bible said that David he shut out every voice that did not represent God every now and then when I'm praying I say Lord every voice that does not represent you God if it ain't your voice I ain't got time to hear it he said I've got to pray and see what God said he said Lord shall I pursue shall I fight back every now and then you get tired of fighting and you don't know if you're going to win one more battle but you got to ask God shall I fight back and the Bible said that he said shall I pursue and God spoke to him and said David go ahead and fight back because when you fight back you shall recover all and when you recover you shall get everything without fail and the Bible said that he wins he went after the enemy he destroyed his enemy and not only did he get his family back but his family 
came back intact. They were not hurt. They were not harmed. But they were all right. I come to tell you that when God rethinks about restoration in your life, when your family comes back, when your children come back, they're going to be all right. All right. And not only did the family get restored, but the Bible said the family was returned unto David. God's getting ready to restore the city. God's getting ready to give you your stuff back. And the Bible said that not only did they get the city, but everything that the devil stole. God gave it back. They got their family. They got their money. They got their cars. They got the goat. They got the sheep. They got their houses. And they got everything that the devil stole. Plus some more. For they got the stuff that was there even before they got there. I come to tell you that God is going to give you Double for your trouble. Double for your trouble. It's payback time. High five your neighbor and say, neighbor, it's payback time. Say, neighbor, for all the hell that you had to go through. For all the pain that you had to go through. For all the suffering that you had to go through. God's getting ready. To give you uh, total recovery. Uh, God's getting ready uh, to give you uh, total recovery. Uh, nothing uh, shall be lost. Uh, it's time uh, to go down uh, to the enemy's camp uh, and take back uh, everything uh, that the devil uh, stole from you. Uh, is there anybody uh, in here uh, that said, I uh, want it all back? Uh, I want it all back. I believe in God for total recovery. The devil tried to take my stuff, but I'm coming for my stuff. I'm coming for my family. Is there a mother or father that the devil got his hand on your children? Tell the devil you better get ready because I'm coming for my children. Is there somebody who the devil put his hand on your family? Tell the devil get ready. Ready or not, here I come. I'm coming for my family. Is there anybody that the devil put his hand on your money? He took your increase. He took your job. He messed with your income. Tell the devil whether you're ready or not. I'm coming for my stuff. I want everything that God said belong to me. Take your hand. And I just, I just want to serve notice on the devil. And, and, and I, I, I said it last week. 
after all that I've been through, if what I went through in the past couldn't make me quit, what I'm going through right now, it won't make me quit either. But as a matter of fact, I want to thank God, yeah, for every hill and every valley. I want to thank him for every attack of the enemy because it was in those places that I learned how strong God really was. And when I learned how strong God was, God taught me about how strong I am. And I just want to tell you, I can't tell you my whole testimony because my testimony is still being written. But I want to let you know that God is getting ready to deliver his people. And I feel that there's a shift getting ready to take place in the atmosphere. There are some things, Mother Benjamin, that the devil did to me, and it wasn't a long time ago. It made me angry, and I felt like going crazy. I felt like acting out of character. I felt like showing out. Do I have any show out folk? I felt like getting in my flesh, and I felt like acting ugly. But I had a word inside of me that said, hold your peace and let God fight your battle. I had a word inside of me that said, vengeance in mine, say it the law. I had some people that tried to set me up, tried to trick me, tried to deceive me. But God showed me the plan of the enemy. He said, son, Play sleep every now and then. You gotta play sleep. You gotta act dumb. You gotta go along with the okie doke. He said, because what you don't realize is that when you see your enemy, your enemy may not see you, but you're powerful because you see your enemy. And I come to tell you that we're coming to the close of 2000. Well, uh, there are some things uh, I made up in my mind. Uh, some things uh, I was going to take in uh, to my own hand. Uh, but I remembered uh, when God said, uh, be still uh, and let me uh, fight for you. Uh, and I'll tell you uh, with the pursuit. Uh, I come to tell you uh, that God uh, worked it out. Uh, I said, God uh, worked it out. Uh, God uh, worked it out. Uh, he told me, uh, don't worry uh, about your enemy, uh, for your enemy uh, will kill uh, himself. Uh, my enemy uh, is now uh, my footstool, uh, my haters, uh, and my elevators, uh, because I stayed uh, in the spirit. Uh, I stayed uh, in the church. Uh, I didn't backslide. Uh, I didn't cuss, uh, but I spoke uh, in tongues. Uh, I got uh, on the altar, uh, and I turned it uh, over to Jesus, uh, and he uh, worked it out. Uh, God will, uh, God will, uh, God will uh, work it out. Uh, I see uh, you in the future. Uh, look up, uh, look up. Uh, say the next time uh, that you see me, uh, 
some things and held some things up. Some of us don't even really know what we're supposed to have. But do you trust God? I want you to know that not only are you going to get the stuff that's important to you, you're going to get some gifts and surprises. I want you to know God's getting ready to surprise you. When you recover all what God gives back to you, you're going to say, is this really mine? Huh? God say, yeah, it was yours all the time. Huh? But I had to make sure you were ready. Huh? I had to make sure you were. You believe God don't give it to you? Put a praise on it right there. Put a praise. Put a praise. Put a praise. Put a. They already took your children. They already burned up the city. 
Why would you go down there and try to fight against the enemy that's bigger than you? But I can hear David saying, you don't know, I may have a big enemy, but my enemy is not bigger than my God. Because when I go, do you remember when I had to fight against Goliath? This ain't new to me. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, this ain't new to me. I hear silly saying all my life, I had to fight being black and all. All my life, I had to fight. But what you did to me is going to come back on you. Tell the devil what you did to me is going to come back on you. Yeah. But I hear him saying that when I fought against Goliath, everybody said I was too small. Everybody said I was too little. But I told Goliath that I don't come in my might. I don't come in my strength. For it's not by might nor by power, but by the Spirit, saith the Lord. He said, I stand in the power of God Almighty. Tell somebody, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Grab your neighbor and say, neighbor, they may call you crazy. They may call you foolish. But say, neighbor, I'm getting ready to go to the enemy's camp because my stuff is there. And when I go, I believe that God will go before me. I believe that God will stand with me. And the giant in the land has got to die when I return. I'm coming with my stuff. Grab your neighbor and say, neighbor, let's go. Get our stuff and put a praise on it. Right there. Put a praise on it. Right there. Put a praise. Put a praise on it, put a praise on it, put a praise on it. 
with someone next to you, let's pray. Hallelujah. You're holding hands with someone who needs total recovery. Holding hands with somebody who's been through a whole lot. But their blessings are around the corner. Their blessings are around the corner. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The blessings of the Lord. 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 Oh, you're going to reap if you faint not. I said you're going to reap if you faint not. If you don't quit, if you don't quit, you're going to reap if you faint not. You're going to reap if you faint not. Father, we're holding hands with individuals who have suffered some losses. Some things have been taken away from them. They've suffered an unlawful invasion. The devil has tried to destroy their lives, their families, their mind. Most of all, he's after their relationship with you. But God, we want you to know that our relationship is still intact. Our faith is still intact. God, today we believe you for the miraculous. I pray by faith in Jesus' name. That for those who love you and trust you, that you will reverse the curse. Oh, reverse the curse. Bind the assignment of the enemy. Cancel his plan. We declare victory in this place. In the name of Jesus. And Father, in just a second or two, when I say amen to this prayer, we're going to release hands with the person next to us. We're going to open up our mouth and we're going to give you a shout for victory in here. And we believe that when we shout victory in this house, we believe, oh God, that you're going to break things in the atmosphere. And that our lives will never be the same. And that our inheritance will begin to become released in our lives. In the name of Jesus, amen. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. 